Be prepared to experience a life-changing teaching designed to challenge you to discover your blessings in a world-fulfilled life. From the ministry of Reverend Isaac Abzalabaz Awuni from the International Central Gospel Church, Paradise Temple. And now, today's sermon. From conviction, let's move on. How to tell if a God How to tell if what you are feeling or if what is in your heart, if your conviction is God or it's not, how to tell? Because we all get convinced. Is that not it? We all get convinced. Sometimes you get convinced wrongly. Sometimes we get convinced positively. How do we con- get convinced? Luke chapter 24 verse 32. Let's see. Let's read that. Let's have a Peter and see. They said to each other, did not our hearts burn within us while we talked to, while he talked to us on the road, while he opened to us the scriptures? Did not our hearts burn within us as he walked with us and opened the scriptures? us. Listen to me. If you are going to be convinced when the word of God is being preached like I'm preaching and I'm walking with you in the, in the, in the journey of life because I'm walking with you on the path of righteousness, salvation, redemption, blessing. So as we are going and we are unfolding the scriptures, something inside of you must begin to agitate. Move side of your heart. You see that something is moving inside of you. Something is speaking inside of you. You are not, sometimes you are comfortable. Sometimes you are not comfortable. Sometimes you are you love it. Sometimes you don't love it. You feel some way inside of you. Your heart begins to bear. It is called conviction. The Bible says, Peter, because Jesus was walking with them. And Jesus was preaching the word to them. And they were going, ah, they didn't know, they don't know. Then Jesus departed. Then immediately Jesus departed. So, mm, brother, no. I'm convinced that we were working with the Messiah. He said, ah, how do you say? He said, no, please. My heart was burning. He said, yes, me too. As we were going and as he was preaching the word and reading the word, my heart, I felt, he said, Jesus Christ, that was the Messiah. Let's go once and look for him. There will always be a voice in your heart. A witness in your heart. Will always be. Amen. Take me back and let's follow the, the journey to, to tell if it is God. What are the things that you can use to tell if it is God? Number one. There is a sudden blissful beating of the heart. You see that your heart will be beating. But it is not beating to fear. But it is beating into positive results. Hallelujah. Like a man or a woman who has met a man or a, or a, a, a lady whom you, 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 you is going to be your wife or your husband. Those who are not married may be wondering what is he talking about. But sometimes just at the sight of it you have not proposed, you have not something, but immediately something ran around your heart and all that thing tells you is wife or husband. 
every the thing that is his wife, husband, wife, husband, and there is this coolness of of of, of sensation around your heart. Even when you sleep in the night, your heart. Somebody said that my heart. The moment I see you, my heart beats like nika nika. Then the moment he said, my heart beats like nika nika. The lady told her that your mother has no problem. Your mother will never go to the corn mill again. Because anytime your mother wants to grind the corn, I will just come and stand in front of you. You open your mouth, your mother will pour the corn in and just be looking at me because your heart will begin to do. It will grind all the corn. So I am going to become a nikenika for your mother. He said, oh, are you making you? But you are telling me that when you see me, your heart will like nikenika. <laughs> People can describe their feeling, you oh. Yeah, some of them, their own is nikenika. Somebody will say that it's like a horse. Horse is running in my heart. I see you. When a man's heart is beating like a horse, then you will know that when you marry that man, he will take your life. And the way the horse moves rough, rough, that's the way they are going. But there's this sudden blissful offer. There's a peaceful and comfortable feeling. When the conviction is of God, there is peace and there's comfort. You are comfortable inside of you. Comfortable. Listen, there are some people when you meet them, nothing but something. You see that you don't feel comfortable around them. And sometimes say that my spirit don't agree with their spirit. It's not that it means it's conviction. It means the intuitive voice is telling you that this person does not agree with you spiritually. And you are convinced with it. And that is it. A holy anger to bring change and correction. Sometimes you can convince about something that is wrong with your life. The message is being preached. You listen to your life. You hear that. Ah, so I don't need to become a holy of holies. I don't need to become this to bring change. Then all of a sudden some holy anger. Listen. That is what caused me to change my life. Holy anger. I was sitting in church like this. And the pastor was preaching. And I was listening to him. He was preaching his life. 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 And as I was listening to him, I was getting angry. I was getting angry of my situation. I was getting angry of my situation. I was getting angry of my situation. By the time the service started, I was so furious. I was like, no way. Because if this person's life, this is how it was, and now it has become like this, I'm telling God, I am not going to accept what my own is. I will make sure that if I have to die to change it, I will die and change it. Immediately after it, I went home on that Sunday, Pack my bags and baggages. Make my way straight to the forest. 21 days I was sleeping in the forest. Under trees. I had the Bible there. A reverse standard Bible. Green is there. I picked it. I took a gallon of water. I went on, on, on top of University of Takwa School of Mines. There's some forest that I went to sleep there for 21 days. They were searching for me everywhere. They were not finding me. I was angry that how dare I can't. I was convinced that if I followed the footsteps of this man, I will make it. 
Because I can't take it again. I can't go and be sleeping with dogs. I can't go and be eating cassava without salt. I can't go and be drinking water from uh, uh, streams and gutters. I can't always be receiving clothing from people to wear. I can't always be receiving coins to give uh, offerings. I cannot struggle to be writing my exams day and day. I got holy anger because there was a conviction that tells me that if you pursue God with all holiness and with all determination, perseverance, life can change. And I determined that Jesus Christ from this day it must change and it must stop. I will not take this nonsense. I will not take this foolishness. I will not allow my life to go to this meal again. I'm tired and suffering of this story. I don't have money every day, Papa say. I don't have money every day, Mama say. We are poor people. We are from a poor background. We don't go forward. There's no better person. There's no example. There's no educated person. Everybody in the family, from head to toe, there's no anybody who encourages. There's nobody who motivates. And I see my life on that same track. I am heading toward the same poverty empire. I got angry. I said it must change. Holy anger. And I was convinced. I said, God, it must change. I went 21 days. I came back. I begin to see. When I came back, I begin to see. I see your face. I can talk to you from the day you were born to the day you die. Then immediately my pastor said that, leave your father's house. Come and stay with me because I see the hand of God in your life. But all this why I could have been sitting in a church comfortable and listening to a movie. And that's what happened. But there was a conviction that told me that you can change the story, but if you can get angry, remember Isaac told Esau, he said, son, I have given the blessings to him. There's nothing I can do, but if you get angry in you, you will break his yoke from your neck. There is no condition that is permanent. There's no situation that is permanent. They can burn you into poverty. They can burn you into the backside of the desert. But if you can get angry in yourself, you can break that yoke. You can break it. I came to live with my pastor. After living with him for five years, I still was not seeing anything. Every day, go and come do this. I got angry again. One day, I sat down and I was listening to a man of God preach. And he said that if man will not bless you, God can use sticks and stones to bless you. Because the Bible says if man refuse to praise you, he can lift stones to praise him. So if man cannot praise you, man cannot bless you, God can use stones. And stones can be anything that is not uh, recognized, that has no reputation, that has no hope. God can use that one. If you can only follow the hopeless situation with hope. God, I got angry again. I packed my things in 1998. I made straight to 21 days. When I came back, somebody said, I will sponsor you for Bible school. Holy anger. God will lead you, but sometimes conviction. You must be convinced. When you get convicted, get up from your situation. Because God will not lead you on the path of destruction. He always leads us on the path of all goodness and mercy righteousness his staff and his rod they'll comfort you when you go to the waters god is with you when you go to the fire his word with you when you go to the afflictions he is with you no matter what, when if it is about god follow your convictions holy convictions sometimes a firm stand for what you are convicted in like i said firm stand i will not go look back I will not look back. The day I approached my papa, 
And I said, Baba, ha, I'm becoming a Christian. He said, don't bring another spirit into the house. That's what he told me. Say, boy, don't bring another spirit into the house. The one we have is enough. And I said, Baba, I know, but I have also found another spirit. He said, those two spirits cannot go contained in this house. You either go with your own or you stay with my own because the two of them cannot co-dwell in this house. I said, I am out with my own. So I'm out with my own. He pulled a cutlass. You go, you don't come back here. Because if you go and you come back with still that conviction, I butcher you. You are my son. But if you leave it and you stay, I said, Baba, I'd rather go and not be butchered. I left. Firm stand. Hallelujah. Today he's 94 years and he always he thank his star that he allowed me to go. Firm stand on your conviction. What are you convicted of? If you say God is leading you, if you say God is with you, if you say God wants you to become it and you are convinced, what are you doing about it? You are not convinced. You are just telling stories. You just have a feeling of an emotional sentiment. But it's not conviction. Because conviction has a responsive practical action. If you are convinced, it will move you to take an action. Your conviction will never let you sleep. If you don't know who is convinced, look at a man who is in love with a woman. He doesn't have a car. He will walk two kilometers to go and see the woman and enjoy his emotions and his pleasure and remember when he's coming back that I have to walk two kilometers. Amen. One day I did. I jogged from Pillar 2 to East Legon. When I was going, I didn't know that I was, go I was moving from Pillar 2 to East Legon. In the evening, I was jogging. I was jogging because I was going to see a woman. I went there. We talked, 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 talked. When I look at the time, it was 10 p.m. Now, I lift up my eyes and I saw that I am East Legon. And then I look at Pillar 2. And I look at the connection. I say, Jesus Christ. There's no money in my pocket. If I even take dropping, there's no money home. So which church member are you going to say that borrow me money to pay dropping? For what? Amen. I walk from East Legon until I get to Legon. I get to Legon. I saw a church member who was coming and saw me. If I order the steps of the righteous, you will always make a way where there seems to be no way. You have provided for me. The Bible said that when, when they were stuck behind the rivers of Babylon, Ezra said, we can't stand here and die. We can't go out there and ask of them of ships and boats. But I called for the Lord on a fast and prayer and he brought helpers. So at that point, I could not ask. So I walk in the mercies of love. When I get to Legon, this church members too was able to get there. He picked me. So, Pastor, oh, Pastor, you try. Oh, oh, so you've been doing all this jogging. Oh, Pastor, that's why you're on form. So you don't know what who is on form. <laughs> who is on form? You don't know what you are talking about. My brain, I'm going to be on a form. Form form. Hallelujah. But it's what? Firm stand of what you are convinced of. Even though it was painful, even though it was not easy, but I, have, I was making that stand because I was convinced in my heart that this woman belongs to me. 
this lady belongs to me. God wants me to have her. God wants me to take her. And no matter the impediment, once I'm convinced, every odd will fall down. Hallelujah. A joy to continue pursue and attain, like I said. When you are convinced, there's a joy in you to continue to pursue and to get it. You don't look at the restrictions and the limitations. You don't look at it. No! There's no way. And so what? There's no way. And so what? There's no way. And so what? I remember when I was entering Toronto. I got to the, you know, when you're entering Canada the first time. They, were, they get there, they look at my passport, everything. Then they pass me on to another immigration. The moment they pass me on to the next immigration, I know that. So I went to the next immigration. They look at my immigration form and they put a red pen. I say, hi, yeah. Then they pass me on to go inside. And I know that, mm, these people. So I went inside. They look and look and look and they say, oh, my name. I mentioned my name. What work do I do? I mentioned the work I do. They went to the internet. Pa, 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 pa. They, they, they Google. Because I, want, I was a pastor. Which church? I told them, they said, do you have any ID to show your church? I bring them. I have my ID and then a complimentary. I give them the look at the church. Oh, Paradise Temple. This is, they click. Pa, 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 pa. The website open and the guy has not renew it. So the website opened, but there was no information. So which means 419. So that, but there's no information about your church. If you are really a pastor who travels and, and preaches in conferences international, you must have a website. I said, yes, I have a website. I said, we don't see any website. I was, con I was confused. I said, ah, what is happening? I said, no, no, no. Then, they Google, they Google my name. Pa, 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 pa. And when they Google my name, the Facebook information comes. Then they click. When they click, then my Facebook information comes. Then they follow the pictures. Then they will see preaching, preaching. And you know the good thing? You know everywhere, sometimes I go, I will preach in Minnesota. Preach in this with Pastor Ranford. So they will see those pictures. After seeing those pictures, they said, okay, 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 we know you are a preacher. You know you are a preacher. Okay, but you said you are coming from America. Where is your American visa? Because I was using the red passport and the red passport has Canadian. So they asked, where is was like wow so they were doing everything possible to tell you that it can never you will never enter but i was also convinced that i will never be here without entering there was something in my heart that these people i will enter i bring out the green passport they look at the green passport then they saw us visa in it then they saw the red then one lady whispered to the another ones the man's ear that he might be a diplomat then immediately they picked the two and they held my hand and take me through the diplomatic line. And they move. And I went in. Conviction. You will pursue. You will continue. And you, you will not give up. Somebody will be shaking. Somebody will be shaking. But I was not move an inch. Because when they said we could not get the website. I was like check again. Google my name and see. I knew that there is something. There is a witness. When they Google, they find out. Those of you who Facebook are ladies with big bottles, ladies with panties, ladies with what? That is for the day you get to immigration and sometimes they will do a back check on you and you don't know. You, do, you are going on. Oh, why are you here for? I'm here for business. Okay, your name. And they'll go and Google. Google and somebody standing there like this. They'll just fold your passport and give it to you. And say that, sit here. Before you see, you know, see, before you see, you are walking in a tunnel, nice tunnel, nice tunnel, and you see you are sitting in a plane. 
You said, hey, okay, I'm going. By the time you open your eyes, go to God. Conviction. Hallelujah. So now, we, we have to close by now. Let's close by now. Now, self-check. How do you check? How do you check? If you sense a release in your heart towards the material substance of the matter, then it is true and it is God. If you are convinced of something and then you have a sense of release in your heart towards the material blessings, like I'm saying, this, I want to make this person a friend. And then I feel some way in me. But when I check this person, when he becomes my friend, this is the material substance. Then I see that if this person, if he becomes my friend, inside of me, I feel so happy. I feel so good about it. I go ahead. But when I check that, mm, if Pastor Ransford become my friend, I still don't feel, mm, no, 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 I'm not. Then you know that what? It may be a satanic scheme. Hallelujah. Maybe a satanic scheme. So you don't pursue it. Because if your convictions demoralizes you, don't continue. Amen. I wanted to do the power of conviction and then how to resist negative convictions. The power of convictions, you see it in Luke chapter 5, verse 5. But let me finish with resisting negative convictions. In 1 Kings chapter 21, Naboth has got a vineyard. That Ahab wanted a vineyard. And tried to convince him to give his vineyard for him to buy. And Naboth said, no way. Sometimes you can be convinced, but negatively. You'll be convinced at the expense of your life and your destiny. Don't ever be moved by any kind of conviction. No matter what the person will say or if it is going to go against you and your life and your destiny, don't go by it. Hallelujah. Ahab tried to convince Nabal to sell the inheritance to him. He refused on three accounts. Number one, he will not sell the lifetime blessings for generations. This vineyard, my father has left it for me. I am going to live and listen to me. Church, some of you, there is something about you that is the only thing your children can identify with in your lifetime. Don't let anything convince you to throw it away. Sometimes it's just a respect that you have. Sometimes it's just a lifestyle that you have lived. Sometimes it's just a credibility that you have. Sometimes it's just a prayer life. Something about you that you know that this one, if your child take it, it will be a blessing to that person. Don't let anything convince you to drop that thing. Hallelujah. Nobody loves reggae than me. I can go to the club. The club. 6 a.m., to 6 p.m. 6 p.m. to 6 a.m. I can sit in the club. I don't drink. I don't do anything but music. There was no music. I used to have no tray. There was no music that I didn't know the worst. 
love music. Every romantic we used to write letters to our girls with music lyrics. We know it where to where. We copy it from all. Amen. But when we became born again, we realized that this is not a good inheritance. We drop that one. Amen. Football. Hallelujah. The day they beat, there was serious battle between Asante Kotoko and Has at Kumasi. That has revenge in Accra. My God. They beat me. Serious beating. I love football. But from that day, nobody convinced me. I didn't need any pastor. I told myself, if my son take after me, he will die in the stadium. He can be a footballer, but he will not follow football with his heart. I drop it. Don't sell your blessings for generations. Because you are convinced of something. Women, there's one thing God has given to you. It is called beauty. Don't let them stand before you and brush your face. And brush your cheek. And wipe your eyelids and your eyeshadows and pull your nose. And tell you that they are so beautiful. They are so nice. And pull your ears a little. <laughs> Then your leg will be shaking. Sister, please. Can I have a talk with you? What talk? I, sister, it's not easy, mom. Because looking at you, it's not easy to say it. But all the same, I have admired you in this church. And uh, uh, sister, is, I want you to pray. I'm also praying. And then uh, look at it. If the future can work for Oh, brother, go ahead. Go on, brother. Whatever you want to say. You say it. I'm listening to you. Yeah, I know you are listening, but you know, you know, the way I respect you, so I have to be a bit polite. You see, you see, and then they don't like that one. But the one that will say, Oh, sister, check your nose. Check your ears. I like your hairstyle. You see, when I'm walking with you, I feel like the whole world has been given to me. You are the only one. You are the only one. Oh, Jesus Christ. Even as I'm talking now, my heart. Oh, my heart. Oh, I love you so, my sister. Those ones. Pastor! Talk to him! Talk to him! He can't come and stand on my face and tell me we should pray about, we should pray about what? Is he the one to tell me what to pray? The one that pulled the hair. Pastor, I found one. Pastor, he understands what is love. Really? 
He pull it, understanding of what is love. After pulling it, when his hands get tired, he will bite it. The ones whose hands was at his back, he respects you so much that he doesn't want to. But the one whom from day one he can stretch it at your nose. From your nose is your eyes. He will not exchange what he has received from God. He does not need money. That will hunt his life. Don't be convinced to make any exchange. That will hunt your life. Don't get into anything. Just because the face of it looks beautiful. But it will hunt your life. Don't. Hallelujah. Let it go. Sometimes remain with your convictions. Your positive convictions. But the Lord who watches of over every heart. The laws will look down and see every heart. I promise you that in the course of your lifetime, the Lord will open a new chapter. Then you ask yourself, wow, I didn't know. Because God will surely show up. God will surely fulfill. God will surely perform. Remember in Ecclesiastes, I told you that time and chance happens to all men. It's not pleasure and age. Time will come. Hold on. Don't rush. Time. Time has worked for me. Time has worked for my brother. Time will work for you. I said it will work for you. I also counted numbers. I counted numbers. I counted numbers. Not only numbers. I counted passports. I visited airport. I, I escorted people in and out. I received socks and towels. And roll on and hand cream. I receive it. I only come. Oh, what did you bring for me? Tie. What did you bring for me? Socks. What did you bring for me? Towel. What did you bring for me? Roll on. I receive it until my wardrobe was full of them. I was counting them. I will go and escort and come. Go and escort and come. Go and escort and come. Today, I don't like it again. Time will surely come. Chance will surely come. God will open the chapter. God will get to your turn. Don't sell your conviction. Don't sell your conviction. Forget about the numbers. Forget about the age. Forget about the, the acceleration. Forget about it. Just lift up your eyes unto God. Get convinced. Get rooted in him. Get built up in him. Get strengthened in him. Know that one day, heaven and earth will pass away. But his word will never pass away. And until every fiber of that word is performed, the Lord is not coming. Whatever he has spoken about your life, it shall surely come to pass before he show up in revelations or Sarah, until the church, the bride says, now come. Then he will come. I am not ready for Jesus to come. Somebody said that the end time is, yes, it is true that the end time is near. But he watches over his word to perform that each one of it shall be fulfilled. Before he's coming. I know that until the word is fulfilled. He's not coming. The earth can shake. The heavens will look dark. They can say whatever. But I have one hope. And my hope is the Lord will show up. At the completion of all events. And one of the events is that. I must see 
my child preaching the gospel. I must see my child performing miracles. I must see my child demonstrating the power of the Holy Ghost. I must see myself sponsoring the whole nation, sponsoring the whole church. I must see myself as a source of hope, a source of something. I must see holiness birth out of me. Then I can say, God, come. And I know that your time will surely come. You will not remain like this. You will not be like this. There's something inside of you that tells you that God will do it and keep to that thing. There's something inside of you that tells you that you will never fail. That tells you that you will never be behind. Keep to that thing. Hold on to that thing. Walk with that thing. Run with that thing. One day you'll be at the finish line. One day you'll be at the crown. One day you'll be receiving the result. One day they will greet you also and tell you congratulations you made it. Today, all they talk about is the failures. All they convince you is to do the wrong. All they know about it is that it will not work. But I'm here to promise you by the powers of the Holy Spirit, by my convictions of the gospel I preach, I know we did every reasonable doubt. If he did it for me, he would do it for you. If he did it for my brother, he would do it for you. When the time we got born again, they told us that Jesus is coming. The time we got born again, they told us the end time has come. If he has not come up to today, he will show up to you. If tomorrow morning Jesus did not come, know that it is because of you. Because he is tarrying so that perfection will be perfected in your life. He is tarrying so that righteousness will be fulfilled in your life. He is tarrying so that evidence will be made out of your life. He is tarrying so that he will prove your enemies wrong because there is no power that will convince you. Keep to it. Hold to the Lord. Be confident in him. Be convicted in him. Hold up unto him. Know that he that has called you, know that he that you have laid upon, he is faithful and just. He will never forsake you. He will never turn his back against you. No matter how rosary they promise, no matter how good it is, God will keep to his word. Hold up to your conviction. Naboth said that I will not. I will not. I will not. You are too precious to be put down by any kind of conviction, by any kind of word, by any kind of luring. You are too precious. It comes look palatable and sumptuous, but thank you, I will not eat it. The three Hebrew boys said that we will not defile ourselves with the meats and the food of the king. Even though it looks delicious and good. But we said we are convinced that when we eat vegetables, we will look better off than those who are eating the meats and the fish and the good food of the king. And the Bible said that they ate only vegetables and they found in them knowledge that nobody has. And they were, their countenance was beautiful than all other people. Listen to me. The word of God in you is enough for every prosperity, for every blessings, for every breakthrough, for every miracle, for every power that you ever have. Keep that word in you and refuse anything that may try to exchange that word with whatever promises they bring. Hold on to your conviction. Hold on to your conviction. Your conviction say that Jesus will bless you. Your conviction say that you will marry a good man. You will marry a good woman. You will prosper. Your business will grow. You will be employed by a good job. You will build properties. You will own properties. You will build cars. You will travel abroad some. You will become an international person. You will amount to something. That is what your conviction tells you. Hold it up. Don't throw it away. Don't throw it away. One day, I was with my father and his boss was Mr. Tinsley, a Canadian. I was then, I think I was 12 years then. That was about 1982, yes, I was 12 years. 
was Mr. Tinsley, a Canadian from Toronto. And whilst we're talking, I say, Mr. Tinsley, I know something that one day I'll come to Canada. He was like, are you sure? I said, yes. He said, then when you come, come and look for me. I said, I don't know when. He said, even when you come and I'm dead, I will be happy that you made it. Twelve. Twelve. The one thing that has kept my life is everything that I have ever said in this life. I write it. I have records from secondary school up to now. Those, those papers. Hallelujah. When I step into the streets of Toronto, the Holy Spirit take me back. So I called and I, I asked my father, what is Mr. Tinsley's address, the man he used to work for? After a day, my father searched and found it and gave me the address. You know, I asked and went to the house. When he went to the house, he said that yes, a man was staying in this house called Mr. Tinsley, but he died about 10 years ago. But this was where he was staying. It was enough. Conviction. Conviction. Conviction at the age of 12. After 32 years, that conviction came to pass. I prophesy in the name of Jesus. May you see your convictions. May your holy convictions come to pass. May your righteous convictions come to pass. May the Lord plant your feet. And the things that you are convicted of, may the Lord take you there. May he guide and lead you. And may he plant you at the steps and at the doors of your convicted assurance. In Jesus' name, receive it.